I am Liz Wright. Welcome to Live Your Best Life. The only thing that matters now is living by the power of this wonderful new creation life. We're going to become an undefeatable force of radiating glory and we are rising up strong now in this hour. Hi, welcome to Live Your Best Life with me, Liz Wright. And today we're going to do something just a little bit different. Um, when we were praying about today's show, a while back, I recorded um, some teaching for one of the church movements in the UK. And I kept thinking about the content of that teaching and how right now, particularly, I think it would be really empowering for you guys to listen to the content. So we're going to release it as today's show. So, um, yeah. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the content. Hi, Filling Station family. It's such an honor to be with you all today. Um, the Lord has put something very special on my heart, which I pray will really empower you as I begin. It's a subject that's very, very special to me. It's really one of my big passions in life because of how I was brought into the kingdom, where I literally was taken from one constructive identity and understanding of, of who I am to entirely another through a physical visitation from Jesus. So the subject I'm going to speak on, of course, is who we really are in God now. So as I begin, I, I'm going to read some of the scriptures, and I pray that as I do, that you will feel fresh empowerment coming into your spirit, man. And whatever you're going through right now, whatever difficulty you're facing with all that's going on in life, that you will literally feel the strength of God pouring through you and releasing fresh life and hope and faith. So I encourage you, just listen with your heart as I begin to read some of these amazing scriptures that are the truth. The way we feel is obviously a temporary response to temporal situations that we're moving through in life. What I'm about to read now, it's, it's not who we are basically, but what I'm about to read now is the truth of actually who we are beyond our emotional, temporal, emotional condition. So I'm beginning from uh, reading from Colossians 2, verse 9. And the scripture says, For he, meaning Jesus, for Jesus is the complete fullness of deity living in human form. And our own completeness is now found in him. This verse is amazing. Listen to this. We are completely filled with God. As Christ's fullness overflows within us, of course, because his spirit's within us now, right? Constantly dispensing fresh life through us. As the spirit of God is resident within us constantly, forever, immovable. <laughs> we are completely filled with God as Christ's fullness overflows within us. He is the head of every kingdom and authority in the universe. So the one, therefore, who is within us is the head of every kingdom and authority in the universe. Through our union with him, we have experienced circumcision of the heart. All of the guilt and power of sin has been cut away and is now extinct because of what Christ, the anointed one, has accomplished for us. You could just meditate on that for the 
for the rest of your life. The sin nature, everything we inherited through the fall of Adam is now extinct. It is powerless. It's powerless. We're now filled with the very nature of the uncreated God. For we've been buried with him, this scripture continues to say, into his death. Our baptism into death also means we were raised with him when we believed in God's resurrection power, the power that raised Jesus from death's realm. This realm of death describes our former state, for we were held in sin's grasp, but now we've been resurrected out of that realm of death never to return for we are forever alive and forgiven of all our sins he cancelled out every legal violation we had on our record and the old arrest warrant that stood to indict us he erased it all our sins our stained soul he deleted it all and they cannot be retrieved. Holy, wow. <laughs> Ooh, God, wow, I feel Holy Spirit on that. Wow, he really wants you to know that afresh. He erased it all. Our sins, our stained soul, he deleted it all and they cannot be retrieved. Everything we once were in Adam has been placed onto his cross and nailed permanently there as a public display of cancellation. Then Jesus made a public spectacle of all the powers and principalities of darkness, stripping away from them every weapon and all their spiritual authority and power to accuse us. And by the power of the cross, Jesus led them around as prisoners in a procession of triumph. He was not their prisoner, they were his. 2 Peter 4, I am filled with the divine nature. 1 Thessalonians 5, verse 5, I am a child of light. Of course, Jesus is the light of the world. We're now filled with the light, with the light of Christ, the very nature of God radiating through us. Just a few more here to strengthen your spirit and to shift you back out of whatever place you've been in where the enemy may have been trying to define your identity to you, undermine you, overwhelm you. This is power in our spirit will be. 1 Corinthians 6 verse 17. I am united to the Lord and I'm one spirit with him. That's the, that's the mystical union, isn't it? Christ in us, the hope of glory. We're now one in God, a new creation filled with his, his very spirit, Jesus Christ residing in the earth again, inside his people. We are the, the living body of Christ, holy, the temple of the Holy Spirit, right? This one I love, one Peter 5, 8. And I think this is part of what Jesus is doing at this time. He's reframing our understanding of the victory of the cross. 1 Peter 5, 8. I am the devil's enemy. 
So it's not a focus on the enemy, but for the most part, my experience traveling around and speaking to the body of Christ all over internationally is that a lot of us have been in a defensive posture. We've had all manner of warfare and difficulties in our lives, and we've understandably mobilized into a, into a, an internal posture of being defensive. So we're fighting the enemy off us. What this scripture tells us is that actually the enemy is on the defensive. We are the devil's enemy. He's not our enemy. We are his enemy. And I love that. It's, it's reminding us again that we are, we are the ambassadors of God in the earth. We're the doorway between our spirits, right, between heaven and earth through which the presence of God moves through into this realm with a body of Christ, with the expression of Jesus in the earth to every single person we meet every moment of our life. And actually we are to advance the kingdom of God as ambassadors, as prophets, priests and kings to release the word of God, to know the heart of God, to have intimate relationship with Jesus continually in uninterrupted union with him because we are now abiding with him. We are we cannot be separated from the presence of God. You know, like Paul tells us in Romans 8, there's no power great enough. There's no circumstance strong enough to separate us. The enemy's attempt is to numb us out to, the, to, to our connection. Uh, our, 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 an exper- our life is supposed to be an experiential walk with Jesus all the time, aware of the union we have, the oneness that we have now because his presence is residing within us. And when we're really connected, we understand, we feel connected to our true identity in God. We feel secure and confident in who our God is as supreme creator, King of Kings and Lord of Lords. We have perspective and therefore we have perspective with regards to the enemy's place in our life, which is under our feet because we live from the finished work of Golgotha as those now as a new creation in Christ Jesus, as the bride of Christ. So we remove, our work is to displace the enemy, to remove him from our lives, not from a defensive place. The battle's not equal, but we are to implement the rule of God, to advance the, the building of his kingdom on earth, the establishing of his kingdom on earth, right? 2 Corinthians 2.14, I am following on from that, that script, the scripture I've just read, says, I am a child of God who always triumphs in Christ and releases his fragrance in every place. I am a child of God, a child of light, filled with God, the revelation of Jesus, who, wow, who always triumphs in Christ and releases his fragrance in every place. And the final scripture I'll read for just now, and then I'm I'm just going to share a few encounters that I've had, a couple most recently. Um, And then I'd like to take some time just to pray with you all, for you to shift from where you currently are into a completely new place of connection, security, in your identity in Christ, with connection with him, tangible connection with the presence of God and surety in confidence in who you actually truly are. Wow. Exodus 15 verse 2 says, The Lord is my strength 
This is the strength of our life, right? Just meditate on these truths. I just, I recommend you, you look these scriptures up in your own time and just spend time with Jesus, talking to him. Let this be your dialogue with him. Invite him to take you in to experience the living word, the one who authored these truths for us and made sure they were written down so we had a Bible filled with his word. But each one is a doorway into experiencing, like I said, Jesus, the one who authored it. He wants us to know him, right, so intimately and to rest in the strength of who he is, living by the truth of what he, by the truth. So the, the Lord is my strength. He's the strength of your life. He's your strength. He wants to meet your every single need through his riches and glory. It's his glory. It's his presence, right? And his presence resides within us. He's not out there somewhere distant. As we know, he's internal. He's within us now. Christ in us, the hope of glory. And that word in the original language, hope, means the surety of. It's not something we look for in the distant future. It's the surety of the reality of this now being now present moment. So Christ in us, the hope of glory, the surety of glory, meaning he is within us. His presence is within us now. His glory, his very presence is the strength of our life. He wants to meet your needs, every single need that you have, emotional needs, practical needs, he is your covenant-keeping God. He wants his testimony to continually increase in the earth through your life, moment by moment. How do we do that? We abide, we spend time with him in worship, and we prioritize the secret place. We can protect that connection with him. Worship until you start to feel his presence, and as soon as you do, just begin to breathe him in, stay there, in that moment, savor him, value him, honor him. Study the word, engage with him through the word, and he will reignite your awareness of his presence and of who you are and the authority that you carry, right? So that scripture goes on in Exodus 15 to, the Lord is my strength and my song, holy. <laughs> I'm going to share an encounter I've had recently about that. He has given me victory. This is my God and I will praise him. I will praise him. He has given me victory. You know, to uh, another scripture that I, it, it's one of my life verses is Song of Solomon, chapter seven, verse seven. And it says, we live in victory above the rest, stately and secure, as we share with Jesus, our vineyard of love, our heart. So the, the wisest thing we can do and the most powerful thing we can do in life is to prioritize our heart-to-heart -heart connection with Jesus, because it's from there that power flows, that victory flows, that confidence flows, that truth envelops us, that we're infused with divine knowledge, that our needs are met, that we live fulfilled, filled over and over and over, ever expansively with the nature of Jesus 
you know, the scripture says we are transformed by every unfolding revelation. So as we spend time with him in the secret place, just prioritizing his presence through worship, reading the word, fo focusing the attention of our heart on him, we come this is this is who we are in Christ right now. This is our privileged life in Him. It's how we have. It, it's it's what we've been created to to how we've been created to live. It's who we are now, and it's the life we've been invited to walk every single day. So we live stately and secure above the rest as we share with Jesus our vineyard of love, our heart, and he begins to trust us with the, the secrets of his own heart. We get to know him more and more. And as we begin to see him, the different facets of the beauty of who God is, as we see him, we're transformed by every unfolding revelation. So those aspects of who God is expands within us as we come to know him as the Prince of Peace peace begins to increase within us as we we come to know him as victorious we understand the cross more what he's actually achieved who he is as as king of kings and lord of lords as our great high priest our hearts flourish they become nurtured nourished with the truth of who he is every facet of who jesus is now is our true nature so to understand who we truly are we look at Jesus and he acts like a mirror and he shines back onto us who we are. We look at Jesus, we see our true nature. And that provides such a strength and such a protection for our life. And the enemy comes against it with lies where he spews through other people, where they're broken and they may speak abusive words to us or behave in a manner that's just you know, not consistent with the nature of God, we, we can keep it away from our heart. It doesn't absorb into us when our hearts are fully secure in him. So the encounter that I just felt to share with you, there are a couple, was um, it's to do with this scripture, the Lord is my strength and my song. Song meaning the, the very nature of Jesus is the sound that comes from our life. I was taken a few weeks ago in an experience with Jesus into an, in an encounter into heaven. And every encounter, for those of you who haven't heard me speak before, I walk as a prophet in an identificational walk for all of us. So the Lord will show me through experiences what he's releasing to us corporately and then i've been walking like this for over a couple of decades now and as i as i have these experiences i'm then coming in agreement for all of us for this to become our corporate reality and then i begin to see it moving out across the body of christ and so i see what's coming next and in this experience i was standing in front of jesus and he bound me up in um, grave clothes and it looked like I was becoming a sort of an Egyptian mummy as the, you know with the bandages from the tips of my toes to the top of my head as Jesus finished covering me with the grave clothes he pulled the top of the what looked like a bandage a brown stained bandage and I began to turn supernaturally quickly and as I did I saw the resurrection light life of Christ shooting through me and I, 
I, as I stopped spinning, obviously I was in awe and overwhelmed. I was standing in front of Jesus. As I stopped spinning, he spoke to me and he leaned towards me and he said, I'm giving you my song, the sound of my life. And understanding flooded my spirit that we were now moving into a place as the body of Christ, not just a few of forerunners, but all of us were going to begin to express the life that is in us, because Christ is inside of us now, in a much more comprehensive way than we ever have in history, where literally the fragrance of Christ will be released from our life. The sound of who he is will be so clear. The song, we will we will be the very song of the life of Jesus, his compassion, his mercy, his wisdom, his patience, his grace, his supernatural healing power. Everything that we see in the life of Jesus is going to be the sweet, powerful, transformational sound that comes out of us as we move forward now. And the other thing that he showed me, and I'm going to be, this will be unfolding revelation for me, I'm sure, for the rest of my life, is that he said to me, you're in the third day. And what I understand from that was as the grave clothes came off, he was showing me that the third day, of course, was when the day Jesus rose from the grave and then began to reveal himself to the disciples in his resurrected body, but still in the earth. The level of the resurrection life of Christ now in us is going to transform us at, at a level that is, I think, even beyond our comprehension right now, where we are going to be saturated with the nature of God, body, soul, spirit, that things like sickness, we're going to find will become a thing of the past. Even I even have faith for the fact that in this day, we're going to see people overcoming death. I mean, it's there in the scriptures, isn't it? It's the final enemy. I mean, I have faith in my spirit because of what I've been experiencing, that we are going to see this. We're, going, we're coming into a new day where we're going to walk literally as ones sure of who we re operating in true, true, true identity, sure of who we really are in Christ, sure of the authority that we carry, of the governmental entrustment that has been given to us to be able to co-reign with Christ as prophets, priests and kings, right? knowing his heart on a matter, really ministering to him, prioritizing his presence, then being able to speak forth with absolute con uh, confidence, connected to him internally, knowing the intention of his heart, and therefore co-reigning with him as kings, bring, uh, in, uh, bringing into this realm the authority of Christ concerning anything, to, to partner with him in the redemption of all things as we see from Ephesians 4, he ascended, he descended and then ascended, the word says, to begin the restoration of all things. So there is going to be an acceleration of us releasing the fragrance of Christ everywhere we go, releasing the authority of the king, extending the, the rule and, and reign of the kingdom on earth, beginning to uh, bring the light, like the, like John 1 says, you know, the light shines in the darkness and the darkness can never overcome it why because the light is god and we are going to be we are going to release the light 
like we've never seen and sickness is going to be healed. The nations are going to come, like the scripture says, to the brightness of our dawn because we are going to look like him. The, the nations will recognize that we are the disciples of Jesus because of the love that we carry, right? The supernatural agape love which is the presence of God, his compassion, his kindness, his wisdom, his love, his joy, his patience, everything that we see, Galatians 5 or 6, is it? You know, the description of the fruit of the spirit is a description of the nature of God. This is who we are now. It's we are carriers of God. So don't let anybody define you in a way that's contrary to the way that God describes you. You are the living image of the uncreated God. Now that's your nature. And we're learning to yield, to relinquish control, to lean into his sovereignty indwelling us and to let him shine out of us, to rule with his nature. So even though the darkness is as it is and the nations are in a very complex, difficult time, the, as the darkness gets darker, the light is going to shine. It's going to shine. He is coming back for a bride, right? Without spot, blemish or wrinkle. And this is our time as we will come back. We come back like Song of Solomon 7, 7 says, and give him our heart. Come back to his feet. It's really the wisest thing we can do right now. So I just, I, I'm going to stop there and just, because that's a lot for you to just, digest yeah like I said you just go away in your own time and read these scriptures I really encourage you to and just be with him this is a really really important juncture in human history it's a kairos time where the Lord is intervening and he's he's heard our prayers and he is coming to utterly transform us to fill us with light like i've said to reveal his nature that the fragrance of christ that the light of god can bathe the nations with his presence and it's how does he do it through his body right through us we are we are it here <laughs> and it's our time to shine and whatever the meant the enemy has meant for evil he is defeated and the lord is going to work it all together for good he wraps up human history in accordance with the counsel of his will. You know, we can read Revelation, we can read the scriptures and see how human history wraps up. You know, it's a victorious victory, a victorious time right now if we will come back and just see again with fresh eyes who he is, the one in whose image we've been made and who we are in him and begin to co-reign and lean into his sovereignty, remembering who we are. So in finishing, I just want to pray for you all, particularly those of you who are really struggling right now, who feel shut down and desensitized, um, you know, where you feel that God is far away. Maybe you are, have hope deferred, you know, through unanswered prayer or you're confused, whatever is going on, whatever suffering you're going through, his hand is never too short to redeem. He wants to redeem that situation he loves you and he wants his testimony his goodness to be experienced through the story of your life he is the author and perfecter of our faith he wraps up human history in accordance like i said with the counsel of his will he is bringing all things all things into conformity with his intention he is the alpha and omega and we can rest in his faithfulness 
he desires he died for a relationship right with us he desires to that you would know him intimately so i pray right now for each one of you whatever the needs of your heart are the legitimate needs of your heart are that you will experience even right now gosh i really feel his presence in beginning to pour fresh love into you fresh hope fresh grace a fresh capacity to re-engage even into a deeper place of intimacy with him even if you've never felt him before i feel him awakening some of you right now where you've perhaps never known this level of intimacy with jesus you've never been really secure in his love truly secure or there's parts of your heart that you that you know just are not at rest you know there's still that a little bit of uh, unsettledness inside of you he's going deep in you right now he's inviting you into a season of going deep in him where he wants to bring holy wow he wants to bring every part of your heart into rest so that you can sleep in the midst of the storm leaning on the chest of almighty god and you can as you watch him calming the storms around you internally and externally wow you can rest in him he wants you to be able to rest in the boat of your life in the arms of his presence secure in who you are knowing who he is experiencing his sovereignty experiencing him as the god of love So I bless you today with the ability to go deep, deeper than you ever have. It's really, I'm really speaking the invitation of his heart. I can feel it. He wants you with him. Like, he, like Jesus prayed to Father, you know, gospel recorded in the Gospel of John, Father, bring them to be with me where I am. That's not after we die. That's now. He wants us with him where he is experiencing him knowing ourselves seated with him in heavenly places knowing the enemy is defeated under our feet with correct heavenly perspective so i bless you that this will be your experience today that you will know how loved you are how valuable you are who you are and that right now you will begin to experience the revelation of jesus that he wants to be part of the story of your life which aspects of Jesus you are personally to reveal to the people in your life, to this realm, even today, that that will become clear for you. And I bless you with an increased ability to just enjoy him, to be consumed, to be possessed by God, to be obsessed by him, that he will be the only thing that you see, that, and that he, he will be the lens through which you see life from this point on. Amen. Amen.